Good morning, everyone. Happy Advent to you. Here we are in this great season. By the way, this is the shortest Advent can possibly be for us. Normally, it's four weeks. The fourth Sunday of Advent is the 24th of December. So we really have three weeks. So we got to get into this season, and that means we need to know what it is. So what is the season of Advent? When I was younger, in a different diocese, there was kind of a debate going on of whether Advent was a penitential season, right? Because we wear purple, we don't sing the Gloria, right? So is it a penitential season? And the response on their part was, no, it's not. And went so far as to have the color blue introduced, blue candles, blue vestments, which are not a liturgical color, right? It was their, their attempt was this, that it is a time of joyful expectation, okay? Which I'm okay with, except we have to pay attention. Because if you heard in the first reading, behold, you are angry and we are sinful. <laughs> All of us have become like unclean people. All our good deeds are like polluted rags. We have all withered like leaves and our guilt carries us away like the wind. Joyful expectation. Nothing needs to change. No, of course, we need to change, right? So then it is a penitential season, but it's not specifically a penitential season. So whoever's going to email me and say, Father, Canon 1250 says the only penitential seasons are Lent and Fridays. I get it, okay? Except we bring all the things forward that make us think it's more penitential. Purple vestments. We don't sing the Gloria. So what actually is Advent? Well, it certainly can be both joyful expectation and penitential. It can be both. What it certainly is is this. It is a time of preparation. But preparation for what? Let me offer this. Advent is not a preparation for Christmas. Advent is preparation for the Incarnation. And what I mean is this, that sometimes we can think of Christmas as just a past event, that Advent is preparation for remembering something that happened a really long time ago in a long, faraway place. And then it's just an event. It's a day locked in the past. And then we move on from it. And that's exactly what our culture does. And it's something that we can do as a church. But Advent is rather a preparation for the incarnation. A preparation for receiving the one who, yes, did come, but who has never left. And the difference there is this, that Advent isn't so much preparation for an event locked in the past that I move on from. It's a preparation for recognizing a reality that is present right now and one that should change every aspect of my life because the incarnation should change every aspect of my life. What does Advent mean? Adventus in Latin. Ad venire, literally to come toward, to come toward. We're preparing for the truth that Jesus has come toward us, that he has come. Now, St. Bernard of Clairvaux points out that there are three preparations 
for Advent, three comings of Christ. We prepare for Jesus who did come, who came in history. We prepare for him who will come. And then most interestingly, and probably most important to us, we prepare for him who comes right now. So yes, Jesus did come. Yes, he will come. But Jesus does come right now. And if we want to be ready for that, if we want to be prepared for that coming, the coming of Christ in my life right now, then I need to be awakened. I need to be on the watch. I need to be trained. I need to be trained. St. John Paul II wrote this. It is necessary to understand that the whole of our life must be an advent. The whole of our life, not just three weeks in 2023 in December, but the whole of our life must be an advent, a vigilant awaiting of the coming of Christ. Advent is, so to speak, an intense training that directs us decisively toward him who already came, who will come, and who comes continuously. I love that. Advent is an intense training that directs us decisively. Advent is a time of training. Have you ever thought about the difference between trying and training? There's quite a difference. If someone says to me, I'm trying to lose weight. Oh, good, congratulations. If someone says to me, I'm training for a marathon on March 15th, I'm like, all right, now we're talking. Because we can try lots of things, but that's very different than training for something because we train for something. It means we have intentionality. It means we have a plan. It means we do specific things that get us ready for that specific thing. And that's what Advent is. A time to do specific things that get us ready to receive the one who, yes, has come, who, yes, will come, but the one who comes continuously. So how do we train for that? How do we get ready for that? Well, the church in her wisdom knows exactly what to offer. She gives us training exercises. And they're not secret. They're tried and tested, and they work. Prayer, fasting, almsgiving. And you're like, no, that's for Lent. Yes, it is for Lent. And it is for Advent. Prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. Now, I created a sheet in the bulletins. So if you take a bulletin, you'll find an insert in there with all sorts of different suggestions on how to engage those specific things and why they're important. So I won't go into detail in this homily there. You can grab one on your way out. But I will say this about prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. All of them are good trainings for us because they allow us to leave ourselves behind and to open ourselves to God and to other people. And we all need that. We all need to be trained because we're being formed by a culture that tells us to do just the opposite, to put ourselves at the center of everything, 
to make it all about me and my way, my will, my timing, my plan. And brothers and sisters, we're called to reject that, to be about something much greater, to be about God's will, his timing, his plan, his way of being. It's actually what we're made for. That's why when we enter into these penitential seasons, they can be joyful, and they should be joyful. As we leave our small selves behind, as we leave sin behind, divine life enters. And we're made to know that. And when we cooperate with the divine will, and when we receive the divine life, joy comes. So a season can, yes, be penitential and be joyful. We're called to engage it and to do so with great intentionality. We need to do it because it's so easy for us to compromise. It's so easy for us to slide into mediocrity in the spiritual life. And so the church in her wisdom gives us this season to stay, to stay awake for us, to say, wake up, be vigilant, be watchful, be ready. Jesus is coming, not just at the end of life or at the end of time, but right now Jesus is coming. Back to that JP2 quote. He says, it is necessary to understand that the whole of our, our life must be an advent, a vigilant awaiting of the coming of Christ. Advent is an intense training that directs us decisively toward him who already came, who will come, and who comes continuously. Just three words from that quote. The Pope says, to be vigilant. That's more than just being awake. The word means to be strong and lively. Our faith this Advent should be vigilant, strong, and lively, active, ready. Then he says that Advent is a time of intense training. That word means stretched or strained, the opposite of comfortable and complacent. We're called to stretch and strain, as the opening prayer of Mass said, to run with resolve, to go for it, to pursue the one, to come toward him who comes toward us, to go for it, and then to be decisive. And that word means to cut away from. We can't have everything. We can't pursue our own will and God's will at the same time if they're not cooperating. We can't have all the things of the world and also have all the things of heaven. We have to be decisive. We have to cut away some things. That's why the church gives us penitential seasons. To step away from certain things so that we can choose to pursue the things that really matter. Well, brothers and sisters, our Advent should be vigilant and intense and decisive. Not a season of complacency or mediocrity, but rather one in which we use our energy to go toward him who comes toward us. That's the call. If we live this season with great intentionality, if we're vigilant, if we're intense, and if we're decisive, 
We won't miss him. We won't miss the one who came. We won't miss the one who will come. We won't miss the one who comes right now, today. May our Advent be those things, vigilant, intense, decisive. And if it is, we'll meet him. And in him is our joy.